This is Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, Canada's national source for the latest agronomic research, crop production, and technology trends. You've tuned in to hear conversations about relevant research, best production practices, and everything in between. Each farm is different. Every field is unique. With the Climate Field View platform, you get all the information you need about your farm to confidently make the right decisions to maximize your return on every acre. Climate Field View seamlessly collects, stores, and visualizes field data, and it's all available in one place. Start collecting the information you need to grow your next best season today. For more information, visit climatefieldview.ca or talk to your Field View dealer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. I'm your host for this episode, Stephanie Crowley, and I'm here with Chapin Bell with Climate Field View. Hi, Chapin. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Did you want to start by just introducing yourself and your role at Climate Field View to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely, Stephanie. So uh, as you said, my name is Chapin Bell. I'm the Climate Business Manager for uh, Field View. I am based out of Winnipeg and I take care of the Manitoba and Southern Saskatchewan region. So um, my role with the organization is managing our uh, activation team. Our activation team is an awesome set of individuals that are in charge of onboarding our FieldView users. Um, So when a grower signs up for FieldView, uh, we get in contact with that grower, uh, help them go through compatibility, uh, make sure they're comfortable with, uh, with the apps and really setting them up for success when it comes to using digital. Excellent. So we're going to get into a little bit of a conversation about using some of these digital tools and harvest. Um, this is our harvest themed week, our harvest hub um, at Top Crop Manager. So it's always top of mind, but especially this week, we're really focusing on that. Um, and, you know, of course, this time of year, especially this year has been a little bit hard for producers across the country with different conditions. Uh, you know, we've got major drought, hot, dry conditions in the West. Um, I'm here in Ontario, where we've had a little bit more rain, uh, more than necessary in some regions. So it's always tricky. And I think setting up for, you know, a successful harvest season is really important. And we're going to chat about how data from Climate Field View can help with that today. So, you know, in a couple of episodes ago, I spoke with Marvin Talsma at Climate Field View, and, and we talked about digital tools to collaborate with the greater team. And obviously how, you know, data has come a long way and farming and technology has really advanced that. Um, so let's say a farmer has been collecting data for years, but is maybe new to using Climate Field View. Can you chat a little bit about how we can integrate that data into the field view platform and what some of those options are? Yeah, absolutely, Stephanie. So uh, a grower's got a number of different ways that they can centralize their data in their field view account. Um, so I'll start with my favorite method, which is using the field view drive. So okay. uh, a field view drive is a device that we plug into the grower's equipment uh, into the diagnostic port. And what this field view drive, do, uh, field view drive is doing is it's collecting all the data from all the different sources of uh, tech from that uh, particular piece of equipment. So let's say it's your combine, it's gonna be collecting it from your uh, yield monitor, your GPS, uh, all the sensors that you have working. Uh, And what it's doing is it's um, collecting at that drive and then it's Bluetooth feeding it over to your iPad. So your iPad is, you know, just another monitor in the cab. I know we don't have enough, so one more, right? Uh, And what it's doing is it's displaying your um, applications or your data layers being built real time. So a real neat experience. Um, You know, what I like about this is you can start to see some trends or, uh, you know, some things happening as you're collecting that data. And you're already starting to think of, you know, what's going on in this field. So 
Uh, what's great about these drives is they are mobile. So, you know, if, uh, you know, we're talking about seeding season, maybe you've got it within your, your tractor, uh, you know, collecting your planting, your seeding data. Uh, then you move into, um, you know, spraying season for herbicides and fungicides. You know, we move that drive to your sprayer. And then mm -hmm. at this time of year, obviously, we're taking it from your sprayer and likely putting it into your combine. Also great about them is they are colorblind. So, you know, they work with a wide array of uh, equipment. So uh, it gives a lot of opportunities to growers, no matter what, uh, you know, what color of equipment they're running. Okay. Great. Second option that a grower has is through our data inbox tool. So our data inbox tool allows a grower to extract um, all those data layers uh, directly from the monitors in cab. Uh, they would do this with a USB stick and then they bring it over to their desktop and they would upload it through uh, the data inbox feature. So selecting, you know, the layers that they'd like to have in their field view account um, and they're going to have accurate as applied layers, um, you know, centralized uh, just like you would uh, with the, the, the drive. So mm -hmm. uh, what I like about this one too, you made the, the note of, you know, if it's a new field view user, um, you know, a lot of growers have historical data saved on USBs. I always encourage growers, bring as much data into your account as you can, because we can start looking back at previous years and maybe seeing trends that we, we weren't aware of before. Okay. So they can import data that's maybe come from, you know, a spreadsheet or maybe a, a different uh, a tool that they would have used previously. Exactly. Or, you know, another situation, maybe they have a local retail that does mm -hmm. custom uh, application work mm -hmm. and that uh, retails put down some some product for them and they want that in their field view account, you know, pull it from that monitor and bring it over, um, you know, to your desktop. Gotcha. Great. And then the third uh, option is through an API partner. So an API is an acronym from uh, Application Program Interface. So FieldView's got a long list of partners. And some of these are uh, direct partners where we connect our platform with another. So the My John Deere uh, Operations Center would be an example of that, where you know, if a grower is collecting data through their system, we can connect it with FieldView and bring the data over uh, for you know that centralized uh, uh, data or for further analysis. Mm -hmm. um, another one that we actually just announced, really exciting here before harvest, is uh, our part. We partnered with uh, Kloss Telematics. Excellent. That's really exciting too. Yeah. And then the fourth one I will just make mention real quick is our manual entry. So, um, you know, let's say we get to a field, um, our iPad has died, uh, you know, our, our teenage uh, son or daughter's stolen our, uh, our charger, uh, you know, so we go, we, uh, we do that application. We can just manually enter that, um, you know, post, uh, uh, post application if we'd like, if it's a static rate. Excellent. So, you know, when we talk about recording this data, it's great and it's all there and we're, we're keeping track of it, but when it's time to get ready for harvest, I'm sure there are some best practices um, that we can kind of put into place beforehand to really ensure success. So are there some things you can suggest in terms of recording that data before harvest um, to make sure that, you know, everything's in the right place and, and labeled correctly and uh, we're really set up to to use it properly after harvest? There's definitely a, uh, a pre-harvest checklist, we call it, of things that a grower can do to make sure that they're um, properly set up with FieldView for, for harvest time. Uh, it all starts with a compatibility assessment. So make sure, making sure that our uh, equipment is uh, compatible with the FieldView drive if we're going to be collecting uh, live time harvest data. So to do this, you know, um, if you're new to FieldView or if you're maybe a grower that has updated their combine, you know, in the off season, this is something well worth the time to, to double check. So 
collect all the, the specs of your combine, you know, you the make, the model, the year, uh, you know, what's inside of the combine in terms of monitor, sensors, uh, your GPS. And once you have all that, give our field you support team a call and, uh, and run through that assessment. So rattle off all that information and, and our team will quickly be able to tell you, yes, you're fully compatible, your drive will, you know, plug in nicely and you'll collect all that data seamlessly. Uh, or they might say, you know, based on your monitor, based on your GPS, you will need additional harness. They'll go about telling you how to uh, obtain that harness. And then uh, they can also help you, you know, uh, through the process of how to get that set up correctly. So that's step one. Uh, step two would be making sure we're up to date on our apps and our, uh, our iPad. So because we're an app, we often go through version updates, uh, you know, that provide new enhancements. Uh, maybe there's been a bug fix from a pre uh, previous version. Uh, so updating those apps is real crucial to make sure that we're running the most efficient version. Uh, and same goes for the, the iPad. You know, the iOS software often goes through updates. So making sure all our iPads that we're using are, are up to date. So, you know, if we've got three combines, make sure we bring in all three iPads and we're updating them uh, well in time for harvest. One other thing is just making sure our hybrid and crop names are, are all accurate. And I'll kind of draw this uh, scenario here. You know, a lot of us, we go into the season with plans for each field, you know, what we're seeding, what right. we're planting. Um, and then come, you know, season time, 100 things are, are, are happening at once. And maybe we make a, a last minute change uh, to either, you know, the crop or maybe just a variety. Um, if you're someone like me, Stephanie, you're going to go in and do a lot of that pre-populating mm -hmm. and, you know, try to save as much time when it comes to the season. So maybe we have a hired man or, or a hired girl that goes into that field and, and doesn't make that change. Uh, we can do that post application or post seeding uh, and change that name. And, and why that's so important is, you know, come harvest time, once we've harvested that field, we're often going to look back at that yield data and see how things performed. Um, and we want to make sure that we're looking at the, the right data. I think that's a great point because I think things can happen so quickly, as you mentioned, and all of a sudden, you know, a change is made last minute and, and it's really important to know what you've got and where you've got it. Right. Um, and to make sure that we're making the most of all of the, the work that you're putting into the data that you're collecting and, and your whole, your whole season. So good, good points to note. Um, so now we've collected the data here it is, harvest is done or we're almost done. What do we do with the data now? How do we make the most of it? How can we interpret it to help make better decisions? Yeah, so once we've collected all that harvest data, there's still some work to be done uh, to make sure we're getting the, more, uh, the most out of uh, the data we've collected. Uh, so going back to the point you just made, you know, making sure it's accurate, um, it goes a long way. Because if, if we're not, you know, if we don't care about the accuracy of data, um, for lack of a better term, it's, it's garbage data. And a farmer once told me garbage in is garbage out, right? It's, it's not as meaningful as it could be. So um, once we've completed it, there's still some, so no, some post-harvest calibration that can be done um, in terms of yield and moisture. So, you know, likely at the beginning of season, we calibrate our combine and, uh, you know, everything's quite accurate. And then towards the, the tail end of harvest, you know, maybe we were due for another calibration, but, you know, we just, uh, we passed on that. So, uh, Fieldview provides growers an opportunity to go in and do some of that calibration quite seamlessly through their, their cab app, which is great. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we have, you know, either grain cart scale uh, numbers or maybe we uh, we hold uh, directly to an elevator and we've got some elevator tickets. We 
rather have those numbers in, in our account than you know what is showing from the yield monitor. So go into your account. We can either make adjustments on full field average. Uh, maybe we've got one combine that was a little out compared to others. We can also adjust that yield by, by combine. And then same with moisture. Let's say we did a, a moisture uh, test and we found that you know it was a couple points higher or lower than what it was showing on our, our yield monitor. We can make those adjustments as well. Excellent. Well, that's great to know. And I think, you know, all of those things are really important to, to review and, and help make decisions for the next year, right? That's the whole point of collecting all of this data and, and using it to be better informed as we move forward, right? Oh, totally. And, you know, what's going to help with that too, uh, some additional tools uh, that a grower is going to want to utilize uh, when it comes to the field view platform is our region report. So okay. region report is uh, a tool that allows us to really take that magnifying, uh, magnifying glass to a field and really zone in on a smaller area. So, you know, maybe we're at, at harvest time, we're building our yield maps. We see an area that maybe, you know, gets our eyebrows kind of raising a little bit. Uh, a report allows you to zoom in on that certain area and see, okay, the, that area in question was 10.3 acres at average X amount of bushels, the moisture was this, um, you know, planted on this date, this was your population. Um, and it's really allowing you to look at that one specific area. Um, you do this, you know, maybe you're, you're doing trials where you're doing two, two products against one another. Uh, maybe you're doing an untreated check to see, you know, how a treatment performed against uh, right. an area that was untreated, um, really allowing you to, to zoom in. Um, aside from region reports, we also have the yield analysis feature. Um, this is more of a high level view where you're looking at your full farm. So with this yield analysis feature, we can, you know, look at, um, you know, yield for canola. We can look at yield for all the corn that we've got planted on our farm, uh, showing you which fields are performing, uh, you know, what varieties are performing, uh, and really, you know, helping you make decisions for next year. So. The way I describe this tool to grower Stephanie is it's essentially a, a seed guide for your own farm. Okay. So when it comes to, you know, booking seed and, and planning for next year, you can see which ones, you know, are, are working well on, on your soil, uh, mm -hmm. on your farm. So instead of opening up a book and saying, you know, I'm going to book some seed that performed well, hundred kilometers away from here or hundred miles away from here. Uh, I'm picking a seed that's performed, you know, good one mile away. Oh, that's excellent. I think it's so important for growers to know exactly what works for their own operation. Everybody is so different. And, and as you mentioned, you know, soil can vary in region to region and, and conditions can vary. We want to make sure that we're really focusing in on what works for your, your own operation. So it's, it's handy to have that data. And I think more and more farmers are doing more of their own on-farm trials and, and testing out their own plots, as you said. Um, so that's really important and handy to have for sure. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because what might work for another operation might not work for you. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody's got, you know, different setups, different equipment. Um, so really doing those trials uh, yourself uh, go a real long way when it comes to, you know, making proper decisions uh, that are, are going to benefit your farm. Definitely. Well, this has been really informative, Chapin. I appreciate you joining us to uh, to chat today and share some of these features of the platform of Climate Field View. And uh, if, is there anything else that we didn't cover uh, that you think would be useful for, for producers to know as we're approaching harvest? First off, Stephanie, I'd just like, like to thank you for the opportunity and, you know, to join the podcast here today. 
Um, but yeah, the one other thing I would just like to, to say is, you know, your FieldView account, uh, we do have the option to share our accounts with, you know, maybe our local retail, like I said, maybe it's an agronomist you work closely with, uh, keeping that open line of communication. So we all know what's going on in farm mm -hmm. and, and seeing, you know, what's working and what's not um, can really benefit. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is just, you know, good luck to all the farmers and growers going out to, to begin harvest here shortly. You know, hopefully, you know, things go uh, as good as they can. If you do run into any problems and you need assistance uh, with your field view count, uh, please just remember our support line uh, is there for, for your help. So. Well, I echo the same thoughts. I, I'm wishing everyone the best of luck. I, I know it's been a difficult season already um, in many areas. So as you said, we'll just hope for the best and, and make the best of what we can at this point. Thanks again, Chapin. And thanks for tuning in everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit topcropmanager.com slash podcasts.